I know, I dig it, bro. It was. Good. What do you think? I like it. I like the touch. Um, from of the from beats. your yeah. So from your fucking mouth to like we turn that into the theme. From my mouth to your ears, baby. There yeah. you go. It was done by Martin Ray. Did the part podcast theme for us. And Jeff Quigley, we should give a shout out. Did our logo. So, so what's his name? Sorry, what did he do? Jeff Quigley did the logo. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Very nice. Uh, people like the logo. It's fun. Yeah, you're giving the shout outs. Where's the logo? I don't think I got sent the logo, bro. You proved the logo. It's you're <laughs> basically like you were the one. It was like I heard Jason likes the kind of Pac-Man one. I was like, oh, all right. Yes, I like yes. the one. There was one with the lips. And the, and Jordan was like, Jason likes the one with the Pac-Man. So I was like, all right. No, I did. I, I like both. Though. I like the lips one, too, but. Um, I liked, I liked the Pac-Man one. It was good. It was good. <laughs> all, right, all right, well, fucking let's jump in, dude. So, like, we met on a, on a, on the auditions for Mallrats, and then we went and filmed, well, you went and filmed Mallrats, and I went and slept on your floor. You did, sh you slept on my floor at my hotel room, you're saying. I don't, see, I don't remember that part, which is so crazy, because you would think, the two of us living in the same room, sharing a room that and it was and it was well, I slept on Mojo's floor and I slept on your floor. And it was you and Ed Habstack, I think, were sharing a room, right? Oh, I don't know. That's what I'm saying. It's really a blank to me, I feel like. Except for later. I don't feel like it was like that the whole time, but maybe it was. Cause maybe they wouldn't pay for Ed. So yeah, I don't know. It's so crazy. I really I really do not remember. I remember Mallrats clear shooting it because I had so much fun on it. Um, people asked what was my favorite movie to to uh, shoot, and it was most definitely Mallrats because it's like I feel like between because it was my first studio movie. Clerks was our first movie, but but Mallrats is the first studio movie, and it was such a different you know different situation and world in like. There's wardrobe and there was per diem and there was hotels and everyone would go hang out at the bar after we'd work all day. Um, it was amazing. I had so much fun on that. And then the pool and the hot tub and all that good business. But yeah, thinking about it now, now that you mention it, which is interesting because I've never thought of this before. I don't remember my sleeping arrangements. Like I do not remember <laughs> sharing. A, like if I try You're to picture what my room even looked like. I can't picture what the room looked like, but I can picture for some reason dogma stands out to me, the room, the hotel room there, but I don't know. And that dogma is the one you were the most messed up with. Like, I know. Really? I know. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, I don't know what it was, but what, what, so you don't, re do you even remember me at all? Like, do you remember from all rats at all? Do you oh, even know who you're talking to? Do you even yeah. know who I am, Jay? <laughs> I, well, I remember one thing from Mallrats, and that was you standing up on the, 
the banister in your cameo and me cracking up so hard because you were stone faced and it was amazing. Well, it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't only like I, it was some of the worst. That performance was so bad as an extra that Kevin actually put me at the end of Jane Saw Bob Strike Back, where I'm actually standing the crowd where you and Will and Shannon Elizabeth. And uh, Kevin are all dancing and stuff to the time, and I'm the bad extra in the back who's just not moving. And no, but that was a, it was awesome. It was like a throwback to the Mall Johnson. So yeah. you don't. So what do you, what do you remember? So you don't remember me about Mall Rats at all, except for me, my cameo. No, I remember you. I remember you. Um, do you remember I Shannon just, Doherty? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember s- situations like I remember hanging out at the pool. Um, I remember like chilling with you on set, chatting with you and stuff like that. I just don't, you know, I just feel like I don't remember any, like, it's weird now. It's honestly like, it's just now that I'm realizing that. And it's weird to think that, and I'm trying to sit here. <laughs> so let's, so let's not talk about Maurits. <laughs> yeah, I really can't. Like, I remember I had, I remember it was really awesome for me. Cause I had fun while we were shooting and hanging out at the mall and I remember, um, honestly, I remember like it was the first experience for me, like being out in a different state and meeting girls on set. And, and uh, you know, throughout the movie, I could sit and point and be like, oh, that girl. Oh, that girl. Oh, what about that one? So what you did know, that when you when you pointed to them, what did that mean? That, that meant I put my wiener in them. You just fucking pointed and you were just like that one. No, no, I'm not saying that's how I got them. I'm just saying that I you were, rem- sounding, you were sounding a little Donald Trump there for me. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm saying I'm saying when the movie was finished and I watched it, I remember as watching it and I could point out girls being like, Oh my gosh, I remember hanging out with her. Oh my gosh, I went to the movies with her. Oh So Mallrats yeah. Mallrats is a visual diary of girls that you fucked. Yeah, most and not all of them. I didn't unnecessarily put my wiener in all of them, well, you, but you couldn't have fucked all of them. But you fucked no. a good a good amount. A good handful of them. A good handful of of people I could point out in the movie. Really? Um, with bo- penises and all. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, yeah, one of the girls worked at like the cookie store. Uh, another girl was just there. She was like a day player for a couple days. Um, yeah, it was some good fun. It was a good time, man. It was. Did you I, get them in? Did you get them into the movie? No, they were there. I mean, the one girl was was uh, was working in the in the shop, so she was there anyway. And they just asked her if she'd be in that part. Like it, again, the camera goes by quickly. She's like in the background working at one of the stand stores. Uh, another one was just a straight up extra in the audience. She was sitting in the audience when we were when the game show came on when Ben was. Uh, getting Trish to dish on camera, like the video pops up. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, call me Mark. What's he say? Call me Marky or call me Donnie or something like that. Um, yeah, there's a girl in there, but yeah, it was fun. Don't identify the girls. Well, I'm not saying which one. There was a whole crowd of them in there. There's a whole audience. So why would you remember me? You were too busy banging girls, banging the extras. Well, I think it was that, and I think I just was running around like a madman, and, and I was having a blast. Again, I, I would run around set. We'd shoot. We were shooting nights, right? So we would sleep half the day, and then we'd come to set, and I just really was, uh, you know, I think also I was nervous because it was the first movie, and so I think I was reading the script a lot, trying to memorize all my stuff. 
Um, and then we'd all hang out at the bar. I do remember hanging out at the the hotel lobby bar almost every night with like the crew, a bunch of the cast, and we'd sit there and everyone would chit chat and and uh, talk about the day. It was it was great. But yeah, I remember I remember hanging out with you and taking pictures uh, for the film threat and and uh, doing some interviewage and then talking about doing drawing flies. Oh, snap, son. <laughs> yes, Malcolm's directorial debut. Before we delve too much in the history, why don't we tell it? Why don't we talk about what brought us the present? So we all got in a fucking fight oh, for, for a couple for a couple oh. years. Okay, so wait, you I th- left. No, I'm I'm saying like basically blowhard. Like I stopped doing it and stuff. Like I didn't talk to you guys for years. No, true, true. We got into a fight. I don't I don't remember us getting into a fight necessarily. We were in. Um, we were in a really goofy – I was – because it was all a really weird thing. Like I was mad about something because I'm a whiny bitch. And then I think I bitched at your lady. And then you you're, you fucking were like, don't fucking bitch at my lady. And then Kevin was like, don't bitch at his lady. And I was like, fuck you all. And then I went and sulked. And then that, that, and then that was really – that was a small thing. And then so every couple of years I would kind of, uh, you know. Sleep – freak out about something? <laughs> yeah. You throw a tantrum, you'd be like, nah, man, nah. I don't I thought it was more something that happened. I mean the bigger, longer fight I feel like was you and Kevin, but but you did. You got to a point where I think you were manipulated into taking sides and thinking that uh Jordan and I for some reason were the bad guys which I had known you for many, many years, which again, I know that I've, that I've caused you some pain and such, but I feel like, um, <laughs> like, like in any family, honestly, honest to goodness, Malcolm. I mean, I, and again, we're on live here and I'm, um, I, I'm being sincere. Like, and I'm not just saying it cause we're on air or whatever is like, I honestly never have been like, like to me, I consider you family and I don't mean to get mushy with everyone listening, but I really did have always felt like you were family. Um, and I know we'd get, I would, I would be obnoxious and I'd cause you some grief and, and, and stuff like that. But I felt like it's almost like that, just like me with my drugs with Kevin, I would cause him pain and he'd get upset with me and, and he would try to give me some tough love and stuff. I almost felt like you were in that same category, honestly, where again, I gave you different kind of heartache and grief and such, but I never thought for a second that we weren't friends or family. Well, we've had a very complex relationship because essentially we know each other through Kevin. And I think that it's kind of like, we. I mean, we, there's a lot of competition with like, we have a very funny relationship. Like when you were doing Jane Selb Strike Back, like when we we're doing Jane Selb Strike Back, like I was the guy that had to keep you away from drugs and that was a job that you didn't want somebody to have. So yeah. basically I was going out with you when you were partying, but I was the fuck you were going out with a narc. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's true. But again, it was almost like a narc, but it again, it to me, it was almost like you were given that job in a sense, because I feel like you were like, it was almost like an older brother thing. Like, Hey, I'm going to tell on you, in a second but again I, I get you gave up a lot at that point because 
my thing was like, oh, he's doing it. Again, it's not a job someone necessarily would want because, again, yes, I remember getting really drunk and just being like, I'm going home with this girl. And you'd be like, well, no, we don't know her. And what if she has drugs at the house? And what if this? And it all makes sense now. But, of course, when I'm in that, the mist of being drunk and, of course, hopefully going to be going to get naughty with some girl, um, I wasn't thinking that way. It was like, this doesn't make sense. So, yes, I, I would be a real dick about stuff. I'd be like, fuck you, Magum. Well, yeah, it's very yeah. complicated because I didn't, like, I like to drink it. Like, I like to party that time as well. But, like, I cared about you as a person, first of all. And second of all, like, you had to make this movie. Like, your name was in the fucking title. Like, it was just, yeah. it was it was an incredibly bizarre situation. Oh, no, totally. It was. It was. And again, I think it, uh, you know, besides me weighing 190 pounds or whatever, uh, 195 pounds, and you could see it on screen, uh, I think everything, you know, went pretty smooth. So, I mean, well, that's well, Do you have a vanity thing? Do you feel no. you were fat and Jay and Bob? Oh, totally. I think And totally. that bothers you? No, 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 no. It doesn't necessarily bother me. It bothers but- you enough that you mentioned it. I did. Well, I mean, again, I think it was noticeable Wait. compared to all the other things. And it's sort well, you of, were drinking like a fish. Oh, I know. And and, you know, when you think it's funny, because when I remember when people would be like, oh, I'm not going to drink this beer because it, uh, I'm going to get a Bud Light because the, it, the you know, there's too much calories. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Beer's beer. Um, I realized, no, drinking really does pack the pounds on, man. Water weight like a some bitch. And you have a you know? fucking full movie to fucking prove it. Oh, yeah, to- totally. And again, it, it's um, again, but I, I think, yeah, it's a bummer for me because I didn't, uh, you know, Kevin and I, as the characters, I feel like I shouldn't be definitely not. I, I was really full in the face and it was like Silent Bob and his you know, Jay ate selling Bob or something. I don't know. It just was, uh, it was, it was interesting. Sorry. Why did we get into, Oh, cause about me. And then we were talking about, uh, when did you dude, guys, I got to dude, I got to tell, I just got to ask you one thing. Go ahead. This is a, this is a thing I've been wanting to ask. Like basic, I found this out a couple years ago. Cause I first heard about it a couple years ago and we weren't talking at the time, but I was just like, Holy fucking shit. And I've been wanting to ask you about this fucking for so fucking long, and I'm not even kidding. Dude, have you ever heard of the fucking double diphalic dude? Oh, the uh, the d- the double wiener guy? Yeah, the guy that's got two dicks? Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Totally. I- I've heard of him. I've heard some nice things about him and me. Dude, he's got two dicks. Well, you know what he said? You know what he said about you in his book? The, the, there's a guy out there, and everybody, go, they, they, you got to check out his. Like, I'm not lying. This is absolutely real. The guy's got two dicks. His Twitter is at double D I P H A L L I C D U D E, diphalic dude on Twitter. Mm-hmm. What he wrote about you, Jason, was I always thought Jay was hot in the Kevin Smith films. I'd love to. DP deep uh, double penetrate muse big muses big jiggly butt while putting his hair while pulling his hair and afterward pull my cock out and make him suck me off till I came. Nice. 
<laughs> nice. Now, I mean, and wait, this was in his book? He wrote this in his book. He wrote Shit. a book, and in his book, you're the dude. Like, you're the fucking... And the, this dude, he's like, he won't go in public. He won't say who he is because he do not want to look like a freak. He's got a real big problem with the gay community because everybody's like, whoa. But he's just like... I mean, he's this guy. Nobody knows what he looks like, but he's got two fucking dicks. And you're the guy who wants to put him in. I you love know, it. I, en- I envy you, dude. I was like, I, I don't fucking, there's not a lot of envy. I mean, you got a nice car. You got a lovely fucking wife. You got a child. I'm fine not having that. But, dude, you have a fucking double dick dude who wants to put it in your fucking asshole. And I'm like. Yes. You've never had that, huh? Two cocks. Fucking like I'm the same person. No, I've never. I, 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 but I like, wonder what that looks like. It's got to be very odd. Like uh, you've never seen what it looks like. I don't want to honestly, and not in a in a bad way. But I just feel like it. It seems like it would hurt because I know he he didn't he wasn't born like that, right? It was like made to be that way. Oh, he's naturally bo- like, dude. You have to go look right now. Are you near a computer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you have to go look at this guy. You have to go look at him right now. All we right, can I'm, wait. I'm on here. I'm on here. Hold on. It's the double. I mean, double dick dude is good enough. All right. Let's see. Double. Dick. Dick. Dude. Well, his name is double. His name is Diphalic uh, Dude. Which oh, I my guess gosh. Diphalic the first, thing, <laughs> the first thing that comes up is his dicks in a pair of jeans, and you know if a dude has a dick, and you in tight jeans and a big dick, you could see like the bulge. This yeah. is funny because you could see a bulge on both sides of his jeans. That's have you great. seen? The, have you seen the two dicks yet? No, not yet. <laughs> New gen, um Have a peek. I'm gonna have a peek on, <laughs> and they're big. I see. I could see it through his pants, but hold on, this site. <clears throat> okay. Oh my goodness gracious, brother! <laughs> oh my god, double dick dude on Reddit. It says. Yeah. And they are meaty, aren't they? They're big, meaty. Caught two of them. But they and weren't. Apparent- and they weren't circumcised. So wait, as a kid. Um. There are two functional penises. Approximately one in every 5.5 million Americans are diagnosed with defaulis. You do or do not have two sets of genitals. <laughs> uh, that means that it's funny because it says approximately one in 5.5 million Americans are diagnosed. It says not that a doctor's diagnosis is at all necessary in determining whether you do or do not have two sets of genitals. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it just says that statistically there should be a grand total of approximately 57 men in the United States alone with two Johnsons. And one Um, of them wants to, and one of them wants to cram both of them in your ass. Nice, dude. Apparently, apparently his prostate, he's got a huge prostate and he has to milk it. So basically, like he also has these pictures of his asshole that's completely wrecked because he's got to milk his prostate or he has trouble peeing because oh, he wow. fucking wowzers. It says, listen, it says normally the the defaulus is accompanied by a number of uh, debilitating bodily growths, most specifically two versions of other organs, 
which unlike the penises, do not propose any legendary advantages. So that's interesting. So usually like you have like two, what, like two livers or two fucking bladders? <laughs> I think he's got two prostates because apparently he's got a, when you see his asshole, he's got a, he's got a total prostate problem. But wow. I mean, I apparently he had a boyfriend. He's bisexual. He had a boyfriend and a girlfriend. Oh, okay. See, this guy, this is the only, the reason this guy, even though they're saying there's actually 57 men in the United States, probably with that many two penises, this guy got really lucky because, and that's why I guess he's said to, he's gone out and told everybody because it says, however, the functionality of the twin swords is not always guaranteed. It's different for every case. And in some situations, people with the, the D, I'm going to just call it D because I don't even know how to pronounce it. Will even lack the ability to urinate or properly masturbate due to deformations. Some will also get stuck with two very small genitals. Luckily, the man of topic today, a 20-something only known either by scream name or double dick dude, has two large operable members, both penises weighing in at a whopping eight inches each. Flaccid. Booyah! <laughs> Damn, now, son! Holy shit! Now they're now they're showing his eight-inch dick soft, bro. <laughs> but they can't be—they're not fully soft because in the first picture, you could see that he has—he um, has—he still has his foreskin. You've delightfully fallen through this fucking rabbit hole, and literally, you're just—you're getting all clinical about it. <laughs> On Reddit, chalking up to be one of the website's most popular threads amongst the questions are, can you write your first and last name in the snow simultaneously? And have you ever peed and had both do the fork stream? That's a catastrophe with just one penis. I can't imagine how annoying it must be with four streams. To which we replied, yeah, it's happened and it's twice as devastating. And he's got a big set of fucking ball bags too, bro. <laughs> Wow. Would you would you ever want to meet like how would like if so, if he came up to you and he was just like, Yeah, I'm I'm the double dick dude. I just wanted to say hey. Uh, a lot of people in back are going to double he is currently a committed. You are G you will just not answer any direct questions. No, no, sorry. Tell me go, again. Tell me again. Sorry, because there's like one picture of it hard. I feel like these are different penises, bro. Cause he has a foreskin, but this other picture shows him with no foreskin. <laughs> Wait a second here, bro. <laughs> right, though? Your react it's so funny because your react I, I, I think that there's just something in you. Like, you don't want to fully develop, like, that this guy wants to put both those things in your ass. Oh, I mean, so I'm fine with so that. You've, so you've just gone this way that you just only want to talk the clinical facts about it. And it's very, very funny. Well, it's very, it's interesting, right? It's like, you would it's think, bad. I thought he made his dick to do this, dude. How do you make, dude, if you could make yourself have two dicks, everybody would have two dicks. Not really, because this guy's uh, saying, this guy is saying, and this is what's interesting too. A lot of people, in fact, according to Double Dick, dude, is he um, is that they think it's great, but actually it's a handicap. Um, 
a lot of people, uh, sorry, that's right. A double dick dude is bisexual. He's also apparently had sex with over a thousand partners. Naturally, he caught a lot of flack in high school. They hated me because the slutty girls liked me. <laughs> I didn't think of that too. When you're in school, well, think about that as a kid. When you're in the fucking locker room taking a shower and you got two dicks hanging out. Wow, bro. But I would love if I was gay. I would totally like how awesome would it be to suck one dick and jerk the other dick off, bro? Right? And you I don't could, have to be, you don't have to I mean I could get down like a circus deal and be like man. <laughs> so if you were gay you would totally do it. You know what's funny? Today I was walking around. I was I'm doing steps now cuz I'm trying not to die. I'm um you know, I'm getting old and I, I'm trying to lose weight. And I was I walk around listening to music and I was all of a sudden Billy Joel's She Got Away, you know, She's Got Away came on. And I was just like, you know what a bummer being gay? There's no real great kind of pop songs that are kind of gay relevant. What do you, what do you mean? Like there's not like she's he's got an ass that's groovy. Oh, like there's okay. no that's so you know true, I mean? dude. I never thought of that. There's not like, it's not like, I wish I had Malcolm's man. I mean, that, and that, that's one of the problems. Be, I mean, besides like finding love in a man's hairy asshole, that is yeah. another kind of problem of being gay. But like fucking seriously, like there's there's no really gay themed awesome song. Like we got like the divas who kind of, I guess, we take for, our, like, you know, Diana Ross and all that kind of shit. But it's just, like, we don't have those perfect love songs. You don't. It, uh, yeah. it's, it's tough. And that's what makes it tough being So before you kind of think of one sucking on two dicks, dude, think about that. Think about the lo- no love songs. That's No love songs, dude. A lack of was, love songs. Even if I was thinking about sucking cock, not anymore, because I can't even suck cock to a nice love song of, like, have you touched this dick? Put it in your mouth, baby, 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 baby. I love asshole. It's hairy and nice. I like balls that are like a slice of apple, pears, bums, peaches, and all. No, I don't know. But, you know, <laughs> that's my, that's like, that's more like a gay country song. <laughs> I like it. I like right? it a lot. Thanks. Thanks. I seen the cock coming. Coming down in the rain. I don't know. You know, now, do you, stuff. Here, do you think there's any... Now, do you think that basically, like, the fucking... Like, I'd be able to suck the double dick, dude, if you were like, hey, man, like, let it, I'm not going to suck it, but let him suck it. Uh, I don't... I mean, again, I don't think he's into me that much. I would say, you know, he just made a comment that he would like to put his... Like to see my jiggly butt, but... Dude, he put you in his... BP, you're in his book... But I think says, there was like, other the guys guy. in there. He could have said he could have said like Orlando Bloom. He could have said a lot of people, dude. Like you're a pretty specific guy. But did he not say any? I, I feel like I heard he didn't. He say a couple other guys too. Like I wasn't. Like are you jealous guy. now? What do you mean? Like, I am. What the? How dare this motherfucker? Dude, there's a no, paragraph in his book that I just read you that he says that fucking like he wants to fucking he wants to double penetrate you with his double cock. No, 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 no. And again, but I feel like that is me saying I would love to teabag fucking blah blah blah. There's an attraction, but I'm saying I don't think he's attracted enough that he would say, "Hey, if you jerk off while I let Malcolm suck my dick." Like, I don't think it's that strong. It would have to, you know what I mean? Do you get what I'm trying to say? 
there's like an obsessed crush, like, oh my God, that person I could never have and it's a dream of mine and I would cut off my pinky to eat her pussy and eat her asshole. Like, there's a couple girls out there that maybe if I was single, I would maybe, you know, put a, a pickle up my ass if I could just get one taste. I don't know. But I think it's more, it's not that obsessive, you know. I think you must be talking, I don't know. I, I guess if you don't feel it, I guess that, I mean, I guess. He's not going to no, suck your dick is my point. Nah. No, man. I won't. Why? Now, having a dude with two dicks suck your dick. Like, what? what's the point in that? I don't know. Like, I'd have to suck the two dicks. Yeah, I feel like you'd have to. And what's great is, like, you and I could both suck his dick at the same time. No, but I don't want him. Like, the thing Come about on, you don't want to share, bro? I'll share, dude. Okay. But then it's just. Well, the problem is, there couldn't be too many different. Like, there's no way he's going to mean it to me. Because, like, you're a very. Like, your type is your fucking little pretty boy. I'm a fucking big fat bear. So, if he's into you, he ain't going to be into me. You never know. He said jiggly butt, bro. Probably because it's part of my. It was part of Jay and Bob with my fat 200 pound ass, bro. <laughs> You've just brought it up five pounds. <laughs> it was like 197. I don't know. But, you know, it's a 200 pound ass jiggling, baby. The jiggling, baby. Go Dude, I'm going to ask you a random question. Go for it. A ran totally fucking random. This is something that I've dealt with a lot. I don't know where it's coming from. I'm just going to like, do, do you ever get anxiety? Um, anxiety. Do I ever get anxiety? I feel like. I mean, Let me I, just tell you, if you got anxiety, you would be like, yes, I do. It's yeah, not a, I, yeah, I think I, I'm, well, I'm saying I feel like I have, but it's been like over like any, I feel like almost anybody would get anxiety over, say, about to go in a room to meet with, you know, fucking Steven Spielberg because he's going to make me the new Star Wars Jedi and shit. That no, that's nervous. That's not ang- anxiety. That's it. Like, that's nervous. Like, anxiety is like looking deep into the fucking pit of the abyss and being like, I don't want to go there. Like, anxiety is like depression. It's, it's you know, it, it's it's more of a clinical thing. It does. It's not something you could really kind of wish away. Well then, all right. I guess I don't get that. No, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> now that you mention it, that is not something I get. <laughs> no, no. I'm just, I'm just curious. I mean, because it's, I mean, a lot of people. I mean, look, fucking, you know, all that stuff that's going, been going on with the election. Lot, you know, a lot of people in the world right now. A lot of anxious people. And I'm just wondering, like, you seem like a pretty freewheeling. Like you, you, the, the, the great, the wonderful thing about you is that you've. You've you've overcome some incredible obstacles that I've witnessed, and I've always been incredibly proud of, the, of how you've kind of met some pretty incredible challenges. Um, so, I mean, like that's the thing, but you never seem to get down. Um, I mean, I don't know. I guess I I definitely get down, but I think it's uh, you know I try not to. I feel like there's I try to cheer up it, it, when I'm sober. Definitely, I mean, there's definitely down. When I'm doing drugs, and I think even now, like, you know, I, I don't know, things have, I've been pretty lucky uh, as of late, the past few years. I think things have been pretty good. But I, again, I feel like, I definitely feel, you know, I have uh, m- the wife's family members get a couple, I feel like she has a couple of family members that get anxiety, and it, it's it's troublesome. But again, it's it's deep. I feel like it's a deep, deep um 
conversation that it's hard for me to understand, so I can't really relate with it. But but I'm just saying, I wish I could. I wish I could talk to you about it because you're saying you have it, you get it, and I wish I could be like, you know, I could be your shoulder to lean on, bro. Oh no, I pre no. It's one of those things where like you know it's. Like when I, 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 you know, I used to get panic attacks when I was a kid and I didn't think much about them. Like, cause you know, 30 years ago, you'd be like, I'm, you know, I'm having this thing where I think I'm dying. Yeah. You'd say that to a doctor and they're like, you're fucking 20. You're fine. Get out of here. And you'd be like, but I don't feel fine. Um, but you know, now like you know, they, they diagnose this stuff as panic attacks and stuff. No, but I mean, it's, that's something I, you know, I've, I've fought with a lot, like, you know, anxiety and depression and stuff. It's, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a weird it's a weird thing, and you've got to and you got to figure your own coping stuff. And there's, you know, and it's not fucking easy. Like, and and you have know, you found something? Do you feel like you found something that helps? Like putting on a certain movie or taking a walk? Um, you know what I mean? Like, what what is your walking really? Exercise, walking and music really kind of is is the kind of the the real go to for me. And like, I think it's different for everybody. Uh, but like walking is is a really big walking music is the thing about it, music is my music is my biggest. I, I mean, I love music more than films. So essentially, like music could really music could change my mood. Yeah, no, it can. My, I I definitely get the music thing. I, I feel like um, it, it's uh, when I was when I remember when I was kicking last time, which was years ago. But I remember I really was into music, and it's weird. It's interesting how you can listen to Beatles. And feel a certain way, and then you can listen to something else, like you know, whatever the Stones, and be like, you know, you get all amped up and shit. I don't know. I definitely get what you're saying with the mood changing um, with music. I feel I could see how that helped, and of course, walking and exercising definitely uh, the endorphins. Getting the endorphins going is a big help. And again, I haven't done that in a while, but I was talking to my buddy about that the other day because he was working at it. Like, I think it was like quarter to 10 at night or something and i'm like bro don't you like can you go to sleep after you work out at 10 at night because i just remember my endorphins would be popping left and right and i would feel all happy and good and i'd be like ready to freaking go wrestle someone so yeah i think the walking has to be a big help huh yeah i mean that it's kind of i mean you know there, and sometimes like you just don't get out of bed but like you like you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It doesn't always work, but like that's the one thing that I tr- you try to motivate us. I was just kind of curious. I don't like. I don't mean to fucking be Mister Captain. No, Brando. no, no. It's interesting just... again because I don't. It's a tough. It's almost weird to where it's like I don't know, anxi- exactly what the anxiety would be like. You know, what I mean, I definitely know. Again, I've had. I feel like I've had anxiety over something really bad, but it's always been a a specific situation like you know like anxiety of like i remember fucking but like you said it's nervous but i feel like anxiety as well is is i remember when uh i was hiding um do, you know i had relapsed um and i was hiding it from kevin and the wife and i remember fucking kevin called me up for breakfast and said hey you want to go to breakfast and i hadn't heard from him in 
couple months. I mean, I've heard from him. Sorry, he'd call me, but not that more just like, hey, what's up? Uh, you know, where you go? Da, da, da. But not like asking me to go out for breakfast in months. And he called me up and said, hey, and it was early. And he's like, you want to go to breakfast? And I already knew something was up. I'm like, wow, him calling me up at fucking like eight in the morning to get breakfast? That seems a little odd. And as I'm driving uh, around the corner to his house, I see my truck, my wife's truck, like fucking on a side street. I just happened to come the a different way and pass this side street. And I saw my truck, our truck, and I knew my wife was there. And I was like, oh, fuck, they know, man. They're fucking set. Intervention. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. And I fucking drove around the corner like five times. My heart was fucking pounding. And I was like, oh, my God. It's, yeah. So I'm just saying, I know how that felt for that few minutes before the, actually, I had to go in and talk to them. So if that's anxiety and people have that on a regular basis, like, yeah, it's got to be fucking Imagine feeling that everybody in the house knows that you're doing drugs and are about to talk to you and you're ready to go in there. Imagine having that feeling for a year. Oh no, man, I can't. Yeah. I just say I can't, that would be, that'd be really fucking tough, man. It's well, intense. And, it, and the thing about it is you like, people don't really like to talk about it. It makes people uncomfortable because it makes people think you're weak or something. But when you start talking about it, it's amazing how many people suffer from anxiety. I've always been really kind of, uh, it's really blown me away. I mean, it's it's certainly I try and be open about it as my. I mean, I've talked about it on Facebook and stuff because I'm like, it's my fucking experience. I might as well share it. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Anyway, I don't mean to fucking. No, me. it's all good. I mean, again, hopefully, you know, maybe people. Again, maybe we. This is something we could do is have people start writing in and maybe uh, asking a question or or two or something. You know, I don't know. Could I don't know. Part of our cl- former- I don't think we should give clinical advice. Not clinical, not clinical, but maybe they just want to share something and they want us to speak the word. They want us to be the voice for them because they don't have another way to say it. You know what I'm saying? I would be, I mean, sure. I mean, I would be more than happy to listen. I'm to not saying we have to do it that. I mean, just throwing I mean, I'm happy. It's, it's always nice. No, I mean, fucking look, look, it's something people are going through. You know, they're, they're certainly not alone in it. Now we yeah. fucking sound like a, a self-help show. Yeah, well, that's what this is going to be. Everyone is that blowhard, the self help show. <laughs> no. Help yourself. Hey, Jason and Malcolm. Yes. Um, ne- the real question is, bro, have you watched Pitch? Yes, sir, I have. I watched episode two. Just two? No one? No, I did because no, because they had that a catch up. I figured like I didn't want to watch like, but I'm gonna go back and watch one now because I like that's a. I was really shocked. That's a really good show. You dug it. I'm not saying yeah. like you fucking would like, but it's really interesting. I mean, I knew like it's really funny because in the first five minutes, there's a joke about that movie. Just one of the guys. Do you remember that movie from the '80s? Oh, totally, totally, yeah. And it's so funny because the kid says a line like the girl in that movie. It's like just one of the guys is a movie. About a girl who goes undercover as a guy, like, uh, in a high school to write a paper or whatever. And at the end, to prove that she's a girl, she shows her tits. And she's got a great pair of tits, and that's where a lot of people saw their first pair of tits. Oh, yeah. and But but it's, too, because she fell in love with one of the girls, right? Or no. She, one of the dudes. One of the dudes, yeah. She fell in love with the dude, and she had to hide it, and she was trying to... Trying to like, he came over. She was dressed as a girl, so she had to become the guy. And then it came back, and the girl and the boy. And I remember, yeah, it was great. 
But I mean, in the first five minutes, there was a, just one of the guys' jokes, and so I was, I was kind of so. But like, no, that, you know what's really interesting with that show is that it's it very much. I made a documentary about gay people in sports a couple of years ago called Out to Win, and essentially, like that show, which is basically about a, a black female um, baseball player, yeah. a pitcher, yeah, uh, who who basically joins the, the major leagues, the first female. It kind of mirrors the story of Michael Sam instead of like being, uh, you know, first woman. Like Michael Sam was being the first gay athlete, and it's very interesting. They they've kind of taken a lot from his narrative, and instead of making it gay, they made it female, which I think is probably more accessible. Uh, but you know what? I'm so bummed. Uh, honestly, I'm so bummed now Why? because uh, because you watched it that way because remember I wanted you there was something in there that really threw me for a loop the first episode but now because you watched the second one I'm not sure but I think they've explained well, tell me what happened tell me what happens in the did first you get episode. to see did you get to see her father her father no not in the second episode did he show no. I don't remember if he was in the second it's her brother no her brother's in the second it's her brother and all. in the second episode, it starts off. She basically play. It picks up where she played her first game, and then like it picks up like the guy says the nasty. The guy says the nasty thing about her. The team manager. Oh yeah. And, and then she has to go on Jimmy Kimmel. Um, yeah. And it's all that stuff. And and Allie Larder, who Allie Larder. It's funny because like I don't like Allie Larder very much. She was a real mean girl on Jay and Son Bob Strike Back, but. Um, <clears throat> That's me being a little catty. But anyway, I mean, like, I fucking, like, I, you know, there's a show that I, Ali Larder that I liked, and I was surprised by that. And what about Mark Paul Gosseliger? Hmm. Zach Morris has the the catcher, right? He's good. Is is, is that Mark Paul Gossler? Yeah, dude, that's Zach Morris, bro. The catcher. Dude, that motherfucker friend. is the hot. He's a bear. He is, right? He got the beard, and he's all bulky now and shit. That's Mark Paul. That's that. Really? Yeah, dude. It took me a few minutes, too, because I'm like, I know. I recognize this guy's face. I know this guy. I know this actor. And it dude, took he me is hot minutes. as shit. Yeah, he's, uh, he, looks, he doesn't look like a pretty boy anymore, right? He's like fucking manly now, man. He's, now he's fucking ready to fucking swallow some. No, I'm just kidding. But how funny, right? That's him, and that he came in to play Jay. That is so. To <laughs> think that that fucking that is fucked up. That is so fucked up to me. I can't even tell you. Yeah, it's he, but he's good. But wait till you see, watch. Go now. I'm glad you like it. And when you see the first episode, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, but uh, but cool, interesting. I I definitely will chat about it again. Just well, how did you, how how do how like how did you end up finding that show? Uh, because uh, you know on iTunes, like iTunes, every morning I wake up, I check i not every morning, but <clears throat> I usually check iTunes because there's the shows I already watch. Like you know, I watch The Flash. Tonight's The Arrow. There's Gotham, and there's Legends of Tomorrow, and Lucifer. And shows that I watch each night, and I'll forget what night is what for some of the shows. And I'll be like, oh, wait, cool, Lucifer was on last night. I'm going to download it. And anyway, it was in, it was free, the first episode, because it was a pilot. And it was like, check out the new show. And it was right up there in the front of iTunes. Uh, 
so so you watched the show, you liked it, which is awesome. Um, now I you I'm gonna make you watch a show. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. See, so, I got but I gotta go. I gotta I gotta go gay with it. And at first I was like, like well, just to start. But I was gonna make you watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but I was like, nah, I'm not. No, I'm gonna make you watch. There was a show on HBO called Looking. I want you to like. We won't talk. There's an HBO show called Looking. You'll be able to find it online. Do you have HBO on demand? Yes. You'll be able to find a show called Looking. Okay, Looking. I'm yes. looking I'm, for I, looking. You're yeah. looking for looking. Yeah. So next week we'll talk about your thoughts on looking. All right, all right, I dig it. What did you think? It's our second podcast. What did you think? We got uh, deep this time, dude. Yeah, and it's and it's done already. I mean, it seemed to fly by. Honestly, it's. Uh... But we worked out some shit though. That was kind of heavy. Oh, oh, sorry. Not to cut you off, I know we're we're wrapping it up, but there's season one and season two for HBO's Looking, but there's also Looking the movie. I would watch just episode one. I'd watch the first episode. But do you need to? Do you think you need to know what's going on from the movie? Looking, no, no, looking. No, Looking the movie was the last thing they did. That's how they wrapped it all up. Oh, okay. So I do want to watch one. Okay, there you go, bro. I got it right here. Episode one. I am purchasing. And downloading. Looking. Looking. I'm going to look this up right now, son. Uh, well, but then, yes, I, mean, I think Anyway, well. I, I, I feel bad. Like, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've always I've always thought as you remember, like, I remember my family and stuff. We've been through a lot together. I mean, I feel horrible that we, you know, that it came to a podcast where we talked about it. But no, I mean, you know, I... I, I you know, it's relationships. We've been in, we've known each other for a very long time. They're a very complicated thing. The only thing that, you know, it's important to tend to a relationship and kind of keep it going. I never in a million years thought we'd be doing a podcast together. No, but I mean, I didn't, you know, I wouldn't say in a million years, but I could, I could, I didn't think we'd be doing one, but I could see it. I could see it. Oh, okay. Well, we've done like, individual yeah. ones before. I like it though. I, I, I think it's, I think it's good. I like doing a podcast with you. I like it too, brother. So, and this is our second one and it, it's flown by and now, uh, I get to to watch me some looking, and we could talk about that. And I'm hoping right, well, we I'm hoping you dig. Sorry, I'm hoping you dig the first episode. I want you to watch. I mean, not that you have to for the podcast or, or anything, but hopefully you get to watch the first episode of Pitch. Um, that's all I ask you to watch one more because I really want you to see this twist that I'm talking about and see if you All think right. it's, if it's as, as impactful to you as it was for me. But anyway, that's that baby. And the, that is a uh, blowhard. Well, we got to tell people can reach us at blowhardbox at gmail.com. You're on Twitter, right? Jason. I am at Twitter at J A Y M E W E S at J muse. That's my Instagram, my Twitter and my Facebooky. And I'm Malcolm Ingram at Twitter and Facebook. And it's pit door picture me leaning against a car. But anyway, dude, our fucking episode's gone, man. It's awesome. There you go, baby. That's it uh, for this week. And I'm Jason Muse. I'm Malcolm Ingram. Have a good night. Hello everyone, it's Gloria, Malcolm's mother. We're at it again. I didn't think I'd be doing this again. 
So I will wish Malcolm good luck and I'll talk to you again soon. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.